I feel thankful that I received emotional abuse versus like I was never hit or anything. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, well, a lot of that, a lot of growing up from like a little, oh yeah, a, a little age. Yeah, mine was uh, uh, there was an individual that I knew uh, that I was real close to, and his mom would run his social media for him. Um, he, oh God, up until his mom would run his social media platform until he turned, I think he was like 23. What? He was like 23 and he finally, he finally decided, he said, he said, you know what? He was like, I'm, I'm done with social media. I don't want any part of it. I'm deleting it. And so he, he went into Facebook, he logged in, he did the whole account deletion thing, uh, suspended his account. Uh, which of course it's unsuspended now, and he's the host of a very famous podcast. Yeah, he did well for himself. Good for him. Aged like a fine wine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's around thirty now, I think. Good Bushy good. beard, do rag on his head. Mm. Yeah. Huh, you done? Yeah, I'm fine. You're okay. I'm fine, but okay. I just okay. want to. Yeah. Limitations. Mm-hmm. But now. Uh, like, there'd be times that, like, his friends would be talking to him, like, hey, man, what's up? How are you doing? And, like, mom would respond. What? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, somebody's got one. So, um, so, like, that was, that was his, his relationship with his, with his mother growing up at first. And then, like, dad was, like, uh, it's hard because dad, his dad was around good solid uh he was his dad was a good solid representation of like what a man should do in like that ideal atomic era family dream it's a very good way to put that you know what i mean yeah yeah you know because like he's he's always around he always did the did the job you you know always did the job always nine to five work when i'm sick and then uh, but but his dad wasn't uh, very communicative with him mm. on like things and like mm-hmm. so it was just like this this distance that was set up and yeah. then mommy's around all the time and mommy was one of those like loved him too much mm. which I know that like that's hard for a lot of people to understand who didn't get enough love because no, that's I it's understand. a whole different spectrum yeah. but then like there was this control factor that just like yeah. seeped in. I've seen, I've <laughs> Poor guy, but he did good. Do He's that. doing all right now. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard on the kids. It's hard on. It's hard on everyone. Mm-hmm. But like in in all fairness, like as an as a, when you can look at things as an adult, like I see my different friends as I as I've grown up, and as an adult, I think back on those problems that they've had, and I see how they interacted with their parents and stuff. And even how my parents interacted and I see, I just, I see things as an adult and how they they were just fucking people trying to figure it out too. Mm -hmm. And like, they were going to get it wrong and yeah, they got it wrong, but like, look at what they had. Yeah. And then I look at like the relationship, my dad, my dad, uh, my, my dad, uh, at the end of it, didn't really hang out with his dad a whole lot. They would meet on like father's day have breakfast and like the birthdays and weird stuff like that. Yeah. But then like <coughs> they they back everything off. 
Yeah. Uh, eventually. Uh, and then at the end of it, when he passed away, it was just this, oh, my dad passed away. I wish I had more time to get to know him. Yeah. Whereas, like, so for me and my dad, it's created this relationship. Well, I'm going to be best friends with my dad. Yeah. Because at, the, because at the end of the day, like, it, when he's laying on his fucking deathbed, I want him to be like, you know what? Like, no regrets. I had a great relationship mm-hmm. with my son. Yeah. And that's all I can hope to give him is a relationship he didn't have with his father. Yeah. That's, that's so very like, thoughtful and very sweet of you, too. Well, and, like, I want it because I see ugh, we're just fucking human. And we're going to fuck up. Like, I know I'm fucking up with my daughters. And, like, you know, you know, like, I'm because I, I see it. Like, Maddie... There are times that Maddie's like, Daddy, do you, can you take a deep breath? <laughs> like, we need to calm down. Take a deep breath. <laughs> so, I have no idea what we're even going to talk about. There's so much that's happened. We could just talk about everything. Beforehand. Um, are you recording right now? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't realize y'all were recording, uh, and I was like, oh, okay. No, you're fine. But uh, they... Mm, you want to hand me that grinder? <clears throat> that contraband over there on the table. Yeah. Like, rape goes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. I was thinking. I was like, the tender rapist carried me lovingly onto the couch. Yeah, you make tummies on the inside. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I mean, think of the warm. Think of the warm. <laughs> One time at church camp, I stuck my pickle in a boy's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking great! You say that like a Republican. A glorious overweight seal trying to slap you into submission. (laughs) So. Welcome, everybody, to the Knights at the Bong Table. I am one of your two favorite hosts from The Right Way to Do Wrong, Blakin. Karaja, man, man of God. God, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Uh, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. very. Long. It's been a while. Uh, it's been long. It's been tired. I. I mean, I fucking. I'm so. I'm so. I'm paying off student loans right now. Like, I'm not paying. First of all, let me correct myself. <laughs> I'm paying on my student loans paying right now. <laughs> I will not have them paid off for a long time. Yeah. Um, but I guess I guess that makes. Pro- I'm trying. We're trying to get ready to. Um, trying to get ready to move, and we want to have good good numbers. Good numbers. Got to get the numbers, numbers up. These are rookie numbers. Get them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Walked into the bank. It's like, forget about it. I don't know. I don't care. No, I don't care at all. She held up a phone, and it said, what do you want to do tomorrow morning? And he just said, <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! You know what? I wish you had your card. Oh, I need to get it. I know. I, know. I just renewed. 
It's 150 you? bucks. Yeah. Damn. Damn, that's yeah. a lot. The one up on Apache's only 75. Really? For a renewal? For an assessment. Oh, for an assessment. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But this was like, I don't do anything. Like, I just, I literally walk in and then talk to the doctor. Like, I have yeah. bad migraines and my back hurts bad. And he's like, all right, man. Yeah, you, you qualify, bro. And then they send my stuff off to the state. And the state's like, oh, thank you for the money. We're yes. Here's your card. Yeah. For real. That's how, that's how it works, people. It's literally that easy. Uh, literally, when I went and got my card, oh. I, uh, <laughs> huh? Got I, bite. Uh, when I went, they had me sit by another person, and they both asked us at the same time, what are issues? What are issues? <laughs> what you, what that's amazing. Literally, yeah. I sat next to an old dude. He's like, I have anxiety. <laughs> and the doctor's like, okay, and just wrote her signature on there. And I was like. Okay, and they looked at me and they're like, I, I got migraines and back pain. They're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next. <laughs> yeah, literally, it was like, all right, back. and they were doing two people at a time because they were trying to get the line through, so they're like, two at a time, and two yeah. at a time, <laughs> two at a time, yeah. and they were just anything you'd say out loud. They'd write, okay, hippo, what's down. that? Just pushing people <laughs> through, they're yeah. Just pushing people through, yeah. Because that's what those patient drives do. That's- that's why awesome. they said, oh, I well, you it. come in and do, like, so cool. a $90 patient drive for person. I, I got mine for, like, 75 80 Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a great deal. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, shit. Did you see? Oh, my God. I love it. I love this. Okay. So. Obviously, you heard about the Triangle Pyramid thing that was... Uh, Floating in the sky above New York? I no. Can't uh, the Navy. It was, there the was Navy. a military yeah, yeah, group yeah. that caught these UFOs and everyone found out about it. And it was on fucking Fox News. They were talking about it. She knows it's got to be true. <laughs> well, okay. So, the government came out and um, confirmed it. Are you okay? <clears throat> he just took too big of a bong hit. <laughs> Years. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm real. <laughs> but yeah, so the government came out and confirmed it. And so that sent a whole bunch of people off. Well, the government, they're hiding something else. They're hiding something else. Well, yeah, they're, they're just, they literally confirmed, we don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah. That's, that's all yeah. they said. It's like, yes, we confirm. I have no idea what the fuck it was, yeah. but it was flying over there, and we are curious about it. But what if this is like the one time that they're being legit and they're just doing it, doing it to fuck with us because it's funny to them? All the conspiracy and QAnoners are like, it's a fucking Project Bluebeam fucking coming real you know, conspiracy. <laughs> and, and yeah, but I, I think you're right. I think in reality it's just these, these poor, poor, fucking, poor fucking guys that are just like, listen, we've been lying to them. For years, we've been lying to him. <laughs> Let's just be fucking honest. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I've got insider information. What? Um, so, Blue Cross Blue Shield, all right, uh, if you don't know, just recently got involved in a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit, uh, which was worth like $2.67 billion. Damn. Yeah, big, big money. Um, well, after court expenditures and legal fees and whatnot, $1.9 billion is still up for grabs for the individuals that were insured by Blue Cross Blue Shield. And what was happening was Blue Cross Blue Shield and all their little cons- conglomerates that were set up in the marketplace for, like, individual market and whatnot, 
<clears throat> they set up an omnopoly where them and their counter their competitors set the pricing limits for the insurance rates controlling effectively the entirety of the market and where they wanted to set the price for health insurance now the real kicker of this information is the years that were affected for the insurance 2008 to 2020 was the of year do you know what happened to have started in that time frame of 2008 all the way to 2020 Obamacare. <laughs> so, like, it just, it's just one of the, and like, we all knew it. We knew it when it was going out. You yeah. had people, you had the Republicans that you didn't want to listen to screaming about how it's fucking corrupt and there's yeah. all this shit going on in it. And then you have, you know, everybody, oh, it's going to help. It's going to help so many fucking people. Didn't help a goddamn person, first of all. Didn't help me. Did I, you know, and I used it. You know, I bought health insurance through it. I bought Blue Cross and Blue Shield through it. (laughs) (laughs) And they sent me a fucking email letting me know that I may be involved. And, you know. So, it's just one of those insane things that just come back to bite everyone in the ass later. Like, it's not going to go away. It's just just ironic. I I I was, like, um, thinking about... I was just really stoned one night. And I was... Thinking about the political thing, how so the only both sides they're the same side and same coin or whatever or whatever you know what I mean? right. But um, I had the thought it's like you know it's not really true. It's it's more like one of them does evil towards foreign countries, so we don't see it. Right. And the other one does evil in our own country. Right. Yes. And because you know with Obama and the. Uh, drone strikes oh god yeah oh yeah for example yeah um, republicans are just more upfront with you know um either stripping your rights or sending you to war because like they are the boots on the ground kind of war guys right where obama (laughs) is the the secret stuff that's what the democrats do right and i just think whoever's party or i just think it's split between like corporations like um, these corporations benefit from these democrats and these corporations from the republicans and i think that's the only people who votes matter you know I mean? right yes yeah yeah what do you think about uh i don't know if you've heard anything about this recently how do you feel about dc becoming a state <laughs> i want it to happen you, know, you I, want it to happen i want it to happen because it's going to give the Democrats two more, whatever, right? Senate, and yeah. then what's going to happen is we are going to get the high-tech, futuristic, dystopian hell that we deserve. That we deserve. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because if I'm going to have a horrible dystopian existence through fascism or whatever it is, I want it to be techno-punk or whatever. You yes. Know? And, and if it were Republicans that send us into a uh, dystopian... We'd get the state, fucking Comstock rapture be, fucking... It'd be the zombie Bioshock. Nuclear. Yeah, exactly. It'd be zombie nuclear. It'd be the fucking Comstock holy fucking rapture <laughs> fucking yes, thing. Yes. It'd be something like that. Yeah. And so <laughs> I think they're going to both lead us into... Uh-oh, what the fuck just happened? Uh-oh. Okay. We're, we're gonna pause. Okay, we're good. Cool. Uh, 
But yeah, I I saw that. I think I think it's it's absolutely a fucking power grab. Which is I, I, it I, is. And then they're talking about packing the course and like the part for me is like so they're stirring all this shit and getting all this shit talked about, right? Yeah. Which so and I honestly feel like it's not going to happen. Like it's not going to go through the Senate, DC becoming a state and yeah. it's not going to go through the Senate with the um what's it called? Uh the other one that they're all freaking out about. The filibuster? No. Not the, the filibuster. Uh no 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 no. no. Republic? It was about DC. Uh, no, the one the things on the table right now is DC and packing the Supreme Court. Yeah. They want to add four Supreme Court justices, is what everyone else is also worried about. Yeah. So like everyone's viewing it as a total fucking power grab. And like my whole deal is like, okay, so we're all afraid, air quotes, about a power grab potentially going on right now. What's really going on? Oh. What's going on that's not in the news right now? You know what I mean? Like, what's yeah. going on overseas and shit in Ukraine? And what's fucking, what's going on? Because right? we already know that, like, with the shit going on with Ukraine and Russia right now, it's yeah. caused tension. <laughs> Biden was like, you better back the fuck down, Russia. And Russia was like, no. Oh, uh, oh good, good, good save. Okay. Russia was like, no. And then just pushed on forward. Yeah. And then Biden was like, well, I guess we're going to draw our troops out of the Baltic Sea because we're... <laughs> Wait, Biden withdrew? Yeah, he backed down. I saw an article that Russia withdrew. Did we just get some kind of Mandela effect thing? Like, oh, God, oh how weird God. is that? That's but... the craziest shit. Because um, um, Ukraine came out and thanked Biden or whatever. What? Yeah. Our Ukrainian listeners, can can any of you please verify that for? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just call in. Uh, I came across the weird fucking part of the Facebooks. Um, I know I called it the Facebooks, but <laughs> um, it was oh, sure enough, two days ago. You're right. It was like Russia redneck. announces to end massive troop buildup near Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, and then one day ago, CNN Russia pulls back troops after massive buildup. How cool! So. I know that. But isn't that terrifying? Like, we were just inches away from global war. Again. Yeah, because um, China Again. and... What, what, I can't... My geography is so terrible. Um, is it Taiwan? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, China and... Oh, yeah. Hong Kong. No, no. I'm no, talking no, about the Taiwan. sea. They share the South China Sea. Oh, the South China Seas. Yeah, yeah. and I, I saw that things were getting testy over there. Very, yes, very Very testy. much so. And yeah. the stuff between Hong Kong and China and Taiwan and China. And yeah. Like it just, it's a powder keg right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of hot stuff going on in the world right now. <laughs> I'm gonna tell Chris. I'm sorry. Um, or I guess not Chris, but our chicken nugget. That I'm sorry for bringing you into an inevitable hellscape. <laughs> inevitable hellscape. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like an apocalyptic hellscape. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry yes. for that. Sorry for that. I felt that way about Charlotte and Maddie, so like it's 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 all good. Yeah, like you start seeing like the fucking world, and you're just like, like uh oh. Um, oh, speaking of chicken nugget, we're having a baby. We have. Oh uh, yeah! Congratulations! Haven't you haven't announced that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you? How far along are you now? Nine, Nine weeks. weeks. Congratulations! That's yeah. exciting. 
Yeah, you make cummies on the inside. Yeah, I know. Job. Yeah, I mean, thick of the warm. <laughs> <laughs> thick in the warm. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> That's why I felt so awkward. Like when we told my parents, I was like, "Okay." <laughs> right, your mom's like so excited. Yeah. This yeah. <laughs> <laughs> becomes awkward. Yes. Yeah, I know. Uh, but you you guys get to experience like all sorts of like firsts for each other, I guess. Too have you have you even thought about it, doing a baby shower this time around? Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. cool? Uh, yeah, you can have the, all sorts of fun games. You can do the uh, the diaper changing game. You can do the uh, you can you can serve uh, uh, chocolate Oreo crumb pudding mm-hmm. in diapers. Yeah, yeah. Like, all that fun stuff. Like it'll be it'll be great. I didn't have any of that with friends. Mm, I'm so sorry. This is like oh, a whole lot of firsts. Yeah, a whole the... lot of firsts. Like this is my first time having a baby with somebody else. Oh, cool. So I'm excited. <laughs> a proactive partner. Yeah. 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 Very cool. I'll actually have support. Aww. Yes. I'm very excited. Good. Uh, it it'll it'll be good. It'll oh, it'll be a good sorry. good fun adventure, and you'll have you'll have the fucking the the mints. <laughs> I don't know why they always serve like mints and peanuts. What? Uh, that's the, well, and like, you know, everyone has their own fucking like weird ass fucking baby shower yeah. thing. Like that was oh, the yeah, thing. Like my, yeah. it's like mints and peanuts, like in two mm-hmm. separate bowls, but like eat both of them at the same time. I don't understand that. I don't either. But it's a pregnant woman thing. I think is, is what it? it is. Yeah, it's like fucking pickles and ice cream. Whoa. Uh, we never covered the story, and I wish we had. After fiance is found dead, man researches time travel to correct a horrible mistake. And then, like, the first comment in the section is, article says he withdrew a total of $800 from Rep- Repkina's account. With a sudden influx of cash, he made a car insurance payment and then went shopping at Walmart for Star Wars-themed Legos and bought candy and cigars. What the hell did he learn about time travel? <laughs> the car's a DeLorean, the Legos were to build a flux capacitor, and the organic material's the fuel. I saw a documentary about it. That is incredible. Russian bride-to-be was found dead 5,500 miles from home. Investigators would soon learn Anna Anna Reptkina Reptkina was unwittingly caught up in a love triangle, and her fiancé frantically researched time travel after her death, writing to strangers on WhatsApp. My best friend made a mistake. I want to go back to keep from losing the woman that that should be my wife. Chavez wanted Hargrove only to be with her and pressured him to end the relationship with Repkina. She issued an ultimatum to choose between her and Repkina. Within days, Repkina was dead. Oh, shit. Uh, the day after Easter in 2017, Repkina's body was found on a remote logging road in Oslea, Oregon. She had been killed by a single shotgun blast to the back of the head. Um, but who pulled the trigger? That is the question that led Detective Lieutenant Chris Duffett that Lieutenant Chris Duffett was trying to answer. When he first arrived on scene, uh, he said, we found several pieces of trash. 
fast food bags, cigarette cartons, candy wrappers that were here. And at that point, we don't really know what's evidence and what's not. One of the pieces of trash turned out to be a treasure, though. Investigators were able to trace the information and and found information on the back of a KFC receipt leading to Will Hargrove. In the days after Repkin, in the days after Repkin's death, Hargrove exhibited some rather peculiar behavior. He went on a bizarre internet deep dive, researching time travel. Said Detective Chris Dale, he <laughs> saved laugh, he saved screenshots of web pages that show you how to do a particular spell to travel back in time. We also see communication through WhatsApp in which he's trying to ask for help on how to time travel back. Uh, Hargrove said he wanted to correct a horrible mistake that his best friend made. So he was so desperate to get his information, <laughs> his best friend in quotes, he was so desperate to get information on time travel, he offered his soul as a reward to strangers on the internet. Oh my God. <laughs> anyone that might be able to help him. In addition to these strange internet encounters, Hargrove was caught on video surveillance at various ATMs, withdrawing cash from Rep Keena's account. He made a $200 withdrawal from from this machine and then engaged in some conversation with employees, where he actually ended up hugging one of them and crying about the fact that his girlfriend had left him. He withdrew a total of $800 from the account, made car insurance payments... Went shopping at Walmart for Star Wars themed Legos, bought candy and cigars. Um, his trial began back in October of 2019. The defense would spin an entirely new theory as to what happened to Rokina, and the rest might be covered at a later date. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that is a story. That is. It is a wild, wild story. Uh, Threw me off. What for sure. country was that in? Uh, the United States. That was here. In, that was in Oregon. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was fucking Oregon. Damn. Uh, yeah. The murder of Anna Repkina. Um. Oh wait, no. Yeah, Repkina was a 26-year-old Moscow native who loved rock music, cats, and had a fun sense of humor. Recently gone through a breakup with her boyfriend of seven years in search of love, she decided to join bum, 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 internet online dating websites. Um, she thought she'd found what she was looking for when she met William Hargrove, a 26-year-old Oregonian. I about gave him a serious compliment. <laughs> happened to have an affinity. For, he happened to have an affinity for all things Russian. Um, Interesting. So <laughs> she she came. How do you? What? Do you, what? <laughs> he's just he's just all the time. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So, uh, you with the face. Thank you. There you go. Um, but yeah, he, he, uh, wild, wild story. Yeah, maybe if I find more information about it later, we'll cover it. So did the magic work? I, no, because he got caught, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, if your time magic's working, like, he would be like, he would, he would be the, he'd be the president. Uh, no, well, no, because all he wants to do is just not get caught cheating. 
I just wanted to bring his friend back to life. It's actually really fucking sad. It's really sad. He's willing to trade his soul for his mistake. Right, right, but then you just shouldn't have killed her. Yeah, right? Like, if you really feel that bad, like, like well, you don't know yeah. what you miss it till it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah. Cool, thank you. Purple Maui. Did you put some in here? <laughs> um, we should, uh, we should do magic. We should do a full-on, oh, like, robes and, oh, and oh, candles God. and shit. And... <laughs> we can we start should, a cult. Uh, I want, I really want, what I really want to do, which is all fucking culty, is I want to, I want to do a and d group. Yeah. I really well going to do it. But the problem is, like, I don't... I don't even know how to GM. Yeah. How to, how to moderate a game. And, but like, I know that like, if I started doing something like that, I would, would have love to be it. fucking like, I would love it because I'm a control freak. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, let's give the guy with the God complex a fucking the ability to be God. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Like, I, don't, I, asked, I don't even know how to play. Like, I have it's, no idea how it works. You literally just roll forever. So, like, you have abilities and stuff, and, and then there's skill checks and whatnot to go on. So, like, if you happen to randomly roll high in, like, persuasion. Yeah. You know, and then that's affected by, like, your charisma and your class and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're talking to an NPC, and you're like, should this guy be telling me something else? Like, you just get a feeling in conversation that there's something else this guy knows. Like, is this guy not telling me something? I was like, what do you want to do? I want to roll a persuasion check. And so you roll a fucking nat 20. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, is there anything, like, what are you not telling me? And I was like, well, there's actually guards just on the other side of this gate that are hired <laughs> to kill you on site. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you figure out, and then it's like, oh. And then, like other people have different attributes like your barbarians are typically played by your alpha male chads yeah because they just rage and fucking hit whatever's around them right <laughs> um, and then like your wizards are like your fucking your glass cannon yeah. and they just they just fireball any situation and burn down the room and like <laughs> I can tell what you play one of my favorite one of my favorite things is like there's a there's a group I follow and it's like a list of like GMs and shit that make memes and Dungeons and Dragons players that make memes. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about like when your friend first starts becoming a game mod or a dungeon master for the first time and you uh, you go on a journey and they take you into the tavern to meet everybody and so like, he asks you he's like well what do you want to drink? And he was like ah, do, you have, do you have any moonshine? I was like yeah we've, we've got moonshine. And he was like alright well Bring me, uh, bring me the biggest glass of your moonshine you've got and a napkin. I was like, okay. And it was like, is there like, is, is there any spare wood lying around? And it was like, well, yeah, we just renovated the place, so there's a spare lumber out back. Do you want to? And it was like, well, I, uh, I'm gonna go outside and grab a, a spare two by four from outside in the spare lumber pile. And it's like, why do you need to go outside? You don't need to go outside. And it was like, well, I don't piss inside. It's one of my character traits. So, like, the character trait, the perk of this person, he doesn't piss inside of a building. So he has to go outside. <laughs> so he goes outside, he sees the log, he grabs it, he brings it back inside with him. What the fuck are you doing with this 2 by 4 And he was like, 
the the kick of everything is everyone inside is like level 20 and has super enchanted weapons that are runic and rare right and so is and so what he does is he takes the two by four he fucking bars the door he grabs his fucking bottle of moonshine he fucking pours it out all over the floor lights the napkin on fire and sets the building on fire and says give me all of your weapons or we die <laughs> it's, it's just fucked up the whole point of the tavern. Like, now he gets like all these super overpowered weapons oh at the beginning of the journey. And, yeah, so like it's like there's just crazy shit that can unfurl because like at, I could spend all night building an environment, a tavern, and a city, and lore and these dungeons and counter trails and shit for us to roll off on an adventure, and then. The group I'm with, fuck everything up, and I have to develop shit on the fly. <laughs> because, like, so-and-so doesn't want to talk to so-and-so about... Or, like, the one NPC in the tavern that had the next quest to take them to the next location, the barbarian killed in a fit of rage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or someone failed a fucking yeah. skill check yeah. and pissed him off. <laughs> oh, my God. So... I'm surprised, like, when you really break it down and think about it, I'm surprised you haven't done that sooner. Yeah. I feel like that would be something that you'd just love. It does. You're always so creative, like, in world building and stuff. Like, you always, like, wanted to write back in the day. Didn't you want to write? Oh, absolutely. When I wrote a few stories. Oh, writer, huh? Yeah. I really wanted to do that, but I just, you know, I fell to the wayside, start working, going to school, and, you know, this is what I want to do. Um... Oh, just to get in debt. <laughs> That's ultimately That's what I went to school I for. <laughs> just, I just wanted to know what it was like to be just fucking crippled for the rest yeah. of my life with debt. Um, and, you know, show the government how bad I can handle it. Um, but uh, I, 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 at first... Um, I at first wanted a degree in ethnopharmacology, which is like a homeopathic study of plants and whatnot. It's not homeopathic. It's more the pharmaceutical study of plants and how they become medicine. Um, And that's what I really wanted. But then, like, uh, some people who are of a particular faith, when I was talking to them about it, it was like, oh, like a witch doctor? And I was just like, meh. Wow. I mean, not like a witch doctor, but yeah, sure. And then, like, so that, that was just kind of like, it didn't, like, put me off, but that was the seed. Yeah. That started growing. Uh, so I, then I was like, oh, no, I'll be a mechanical and aerospace engineer because, like, I'm really smart and I want to do that shit. And then, like, I started doing the math and whatnot. And then, like, in the college, and then I realized how lazy I am. Like, I can, I, what's sad is I can do the work. I'm just fucking lazy. I'd rather sit in the car and play video games and pretend I'm going to school. Yeah. Do you hear me? I would fucking hide yeah. in my fucking car, play video games on the school Wi-Fi. Yeah. Right? Uh, as a fucking piece of shit, fucking racking up $7,000 a goddamn semester because I'm an idiot. And and, and then... It's OSU, girl. It's fucking yeah. OSU. And I'm not, I'm not even like... That wasn't a full semester. Like, that was part-time, like six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like three grand a class and, like, just racking. Yeah. I just, I, I, 
You well, you get like you get like full time students get more of a discount. Yes, because because they're spending more over, overall. You know overall, what I mean? right? But um, but yeah, it's a fucking oh, insane amount of money. Oh, it's yeah, it's ungodly. But the sad part, if it makes you feel any better, I did the same thing except it wasn't my car; it was a dorm. I had a dorm, so I it was Guild Wars. <laughs> oh no! Like, I know a lot of people got fucked over by guilt, which explains why you don't jump back into WoW with me. <laughs> it wasn't the game's fault; it was my lack of self-control. You know no, I mean? no, I hundred percent that. Yeah, not right now. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's my lack of self-control. But um, for sure, yeah. Goddamn, yeah. those were some of the funnest times because I was playing with Tyrone, <sighs> and so because he had he worked weird hours, and so I could be up, and you know, and so we were just. Doing shit, he was like, "Hey, Godson, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, you do it all, man. You know the school life, bro. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that was some of the funnest times. But I would just like hide in my dorm for hours, and I lied to my ex, I'm like, oh yeah, I went to class, so I was in class, and then, but I was like, hammering away. I think it's called addiction. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm like, with with baby, that's why I'm like. Not so much screen time, kid. Not so much screen time. <laughs> see, and I see it with my girls. My girls are fucking extremely addicted to, like, their tablets. Uh-huh. And, like, they start getting upset. And I'm like, well, honey, if you're going to throw this fit like this, we really do need to just take a break from tablet for a bit. Yeah. Because it's 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 really not that important, honey. And, and like, you know, it's just because it's not. And then, like, uh-huh. and then I see myself. And when she comes up to me and she's fucking patting me on the leg while I'm sitting at my computer. And I'm just like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> so I turn the monitor off and I get up to fucking stop what I'm doing, which pisses the entire team off because I'm playing an online game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but fuck them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's yeah, it's it's a it's a game. It is. People, <laughs> that's what people like. I feel like have trouble remembering. Right. Like, God, because I know I remember <laughs> being that age. You know, just <laughs> fucking Halo Two, man. Oh gosh, oh, my God. Yeah. that was like the most important thing. But, like, how many fucking hours of my life did I waste? Like, and Halo you know 2 didn't I mean? even have a fucking ranked system yet. Yeah. Like, right. it was just fucking multiplayer match. I mean, it maybe had, like, a little global scoreboard you could look at. But, like, it didn't have, like, a fucking ranked no, PvP match yet. You had a level on that one. And okay. it, that was actually... No, I think that that's the one that was actually really addictive. Halo 2 was the most addictive, Because yeah. you had a ranked level, and then it would go up or down every match or two. And if you did that, it would go down. It and, was, uh, that and was. I think, like, level It was 40 just built in, though. Or something, 40 or 50 was the highest, yeah. And it was kind of just built into your thing, and it was just, like, always there. And, uh, I remember I got up to, like, the high 20s, and I was so proud of myself. Uh, yes. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm level 20. <laughs> God. But what is, you know, it, it doesn't, it's just like World of Warcraft. Like, everybody wants these fucking, like, glad 2200, 2700, 2600 MMR rating. Like, give me the glad. What's your XP? Like, what is your, <laughs> and this is just, it's like, at the end of the day, like, you put down in your resume that you're a fucking 2200, 2400 gladiator. Your boss is going to go, <laughs> fucking nerd. I tell you, I sleptwalked the other day. No. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. I I I guess I got hot or something. Okay. Cuz I woke up in the living room in my underwear. Oh god. It, it was like 6 a.m. and I woke up freezing cuz I was just I, I had a pillow 
and I was on the couch in the fetal position, shivering. I was like, well, "What the? What, what am I doing?" And then, here? like, I went back to bed, and I was like, "Rape goes." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Okay." I was thinking, I was like, "Well, my butthole doesn't feel bad. Like, I feel okay. Like, nothing feels out of place." You know what I mean? <laughs> that the tender rapist carried me lovingly onto the couch. I was like, okay, I don't think it was aliens. Like, I haven't found any implants or right. nothing. Like, I didn't have space herpes. <laughs> Oh my god! But when I started really thinking about it, um, I've done that one time before when I lived with Brad. I woke up in my underwear in the living room, and oh, it was shit. thankfully like a Saturday, so he didn't have to go to work because he would walk in there and see me like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Or his daughter. There yeah, were times his daughter, daughter was fucking. Hanging. Yeah. <laughs> and I would tear him. I was like, ah. But I don't know, man. Like I, I did that one time, <clears throat> and. I don't know if I was drinking or not, though. That's the problem. Like, with that one, I can't remember if I was drinking or if I just slept or what. Right. But um, when I was a kid, I used to do that. I used to stay, um, when I stayed the night at my grandma and uh, my dad's mom, we would uh, use, like, army cots and stuff because I thought it was cool as fuck. To, you know, I was like, oh, we're camping in the living room. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I'd sleep on cots or whatever. But I would wake up, like, laying the other direction that I went to bed. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I cannot explain how I would do that. I don't know if I like got up in the middle of the night or slept off or what, but it used to always freak me out that I would be like twisted around in a different in a direction. different orientation, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. How wild! You know, it's really embarrassing. One time at church camp, I stuck my pickle in a boy's mouth, and I filmed it. <laughs> <laughs> I um Sarah and I had this talk the other day. We're like, um, she's like, I do not want our child to go to church with anyone. You know, like if they show, if they show a uh, uh, an interest, I will. You know, we can take them, but you know, it's something we would go with them to, not like, yeah, yeah. yes, never, yeah. And I was like, you know, that's exactly how I got recruited, man. Yeah, I mean, that's the recruitment station, man. That's yeah. You get the kid, and then the kid brings the parents, and then the parents bring the grandparents. Exactly, and you got the whole family. Yeah, Yeah. and yeah, we had that talk. I'm I'm not gonna, you know, push if they don't, if they want to, if they want to seek it out, you know, I'm not gonna stop them. Right, right, yeah. Because you yeah. don't know. You don't know what they're indoctrinating them in. And then, like, I, I had this conversation the other day with my uh, uh, with my buddy that's, that, that works with DHS. Uh-huh. Um, he, uh, he, he was talking about uh, a religious group that happens to lean more toward the cult side of things. Where And what I mean by cult is, like, where you lose your individuality yes. as a person. Uh-huh. And like, cause in the sermon, there would be a certain point where like they walked in and like everybody was like mean mugging them immediately because he wasn't in a suit and tie. Oh. He was, he was in like a Western cowboy yeah. Sunday best, long yeah. sleeve dress shirt, boots, <laughs> you know, not the proper church, not uniform. the proper suit and tie that certain, some, yeah. some communities do. And so, that happened Well, his wife was also in pants. She was in dress pants. Uh-oh. And that's a big no-no in that church because they're uh, we the So what was weird is like dude came up and was like, "Hey bro, we wear a suit and tie here." Oh. My mistake. We were just visiting. I was like, 
just letting you know for next time. Yeah. Okay. And after he went and sat down, a lady came up. We wear dresses when we come here. Yeah. Left. Didn't need a response. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> so, like, they sat there, they enjoyed the message, whatever. And then there was, at a certain point, like, everybody, it was time to pray. And everybody got up, turned around 180 degrees from the preacher, and faced the wall, and got down on their hands and knees and prayed. Whoa. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm all for praying at an altar. Like, everybody's got their own rituals. Like, that's your thing, right? Yeah. Like, sure, whatever. But, like, when the dude's like, in control of the mass to the point that, and now we pray. And then uh-huh. he walks among his flock while they're yeah. like, you know, like and presiding over them while they're head down, like praying to death. Like he treated them like, so like if I was going to be uh, uh, proper about it, I would say that he treated his congregation as a father treated children. Mm-hmm. But I would actually mean he treated his congregation as daddy to his sex slave. <laughs> like, uh, like, like, you know what I mean? I like, do, though. I do. Yes. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. Um, but, like, I understood completely what he was saying. Because I've, I've not that any church I've been to uh, recently is that way. But I've been to places that you're you're in them and you're just like, oh. Yeah, dude, for real. Oh. But it almost, it's interesting because if I did not have, if I did not have the experience of the first indoctrination, I wouldn't have the knowledge to stay the fuck out of a cult. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, like, because yeah. I've been through the indoctrination process once, yeah. I can pick up on that shit when someone's grooming me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, yeah. hey, hey, you. Yeah. It's a very good point. And honestly, like, I, I think I would do it again. Like, if I, I mean, not like, obviously, everyone's lives are different. And, my uh, church experience was a little bit different, obviously, but um, I feel like it put me on a weird path to where I am now, and I'm fairly happy with my spiritual like ideas currently. Right, yeah. Where before, I was like the angry atheist, you know what I mean? Right. It was yeah. like, I just don't understand why everything's yes. so fucked up. And yeah. then you realize that, well, maybe maybe it's not that, like, there's not this benevolent like fucking sits in a throne and just knows that like oh I have to like maybe certain things do happen for a reason but it's not the reason you think yeah like it's not like it's not because you deserve it or because like I have a lot of um I don't necessarily want to attribute it to like a Christian kind of thing but I have a lot of like guardian angel kind of sure situations with my vehicles really yeah um <laughs> well i could understand that yeah i know it's kind of crazy but like um i had uh recently actually the radiator blew out on my truck while i was driving it oh shit and it made me pull over and stop and when i did that i realized that my brakes had gone out 
Holy fuck! <laughs> wow! Yeah. And if that hadn't made me start slowing down, I would have been going off an intersection, fucking... going 70, 80 miles an hour. Holy or shit! Or not an intersection, but a uh, off ramp. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, not able to. But stop. I had started slowing down, and it made it easier to stop. Oh shit! It's like what the fuck? Um, yeah, my rear uh, brake line blew out. Holy fuck! She so had no drum brakes. Yeah. Ooh. And so thankfully. Um, I had enough fluid still in the system for to do the front brake, so I was able to, you know, I was able to stop. But I was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and um, I limped it to my grandpa's because I was in Broken Arrow, and uh, he found out that the master cylinder was for the wrong year. They sold me a '99, but I have an '89. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like a crazy, crazy, weird situation. Oh, how wild! Yeah, and I have like a lot of the, um, a lot of the time, like I'll, I'll have to pull over and do something, and then realize like, oh shit, oh, and okay, so he did that, but he realized that the U joint I did, uh-huh. I um, couldn't get to it because I, my dumbass, had it roll on me. Okay. And so when it rolled on me, I couldn't, I couldn't access it. Um. Where you know where I could see it, I had to do it by feel. Well, there's a bracket that holds the U joint in place. I got it between the screw and the metal wall over here, or the metal uh, drive shaft, oh, no. and bolted it down. So it felt like it was in by feel. It felt like it was in the bolt, but it wasn't. It was just wedged in between. Oh no! <laughs> and my grandpa noticed it and fixed it and. That would have tore up my transmission and all my shit. Oh my god! Because it yeah. would just be spinning, damaging the bottom of the car. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> wow. So that's like a guardian angel kind of. Like, yes. <laughs> I, fucking weird. I definitely can understand that. Yeah. Well, and I think that all the time when there's little instances where you're just fucking, you're so frustrated and pissed off because there's this little thing that's holding you up. Like, I can't believe I've misplaced my fucking phone. Where is it? It's got my wallet attached to it. I fucking (laughs) need it to get out of the house. And it takes you five, ten minutes to find it. And then you find it, and you fucking jump in the car, and then you're on your way. And then a semi plowed into three people on the highway. Yeah. On your route to work. You know what I mean? And then, like, like that was... Like that was Does that you, happen to you? That was oh, it happens sometimes. I've, yeah, yeah, I've seen instances where there's like a, wreck a horrible wreck on 169, yeah. and it's like you know if I'd have been here ten, I'd probably be here ten minutes. Uh-huh. Like yeah. the timing kind of lines up, and yeah. it's just like oh wow, some that happened to my dad. He was coming home from work, and he was in a hurry, and a bird flew out in front of him, like a big, stop. It is Native American folklore for a bird to give its life to warn you for something. Really? And different species of birds mean different things. Crows are usually a bad omen, uh-huh. but if it's an owl, owls are sacred and it means death. Uh-huh. If a car like flies into your, if a bird flies into your windshield. But anyway, so now continue. Yeah. Well, he it was um, a goose or a duck. It was one of those, like it was a water bird. Oh, wow. Uh, I think that's what he was. It was been a long time since he's told the story, but um, he was, uh, it flew in front of him. It didn't just like sweep past. It made him slow down because he would, he didn't want to hit it. Uh-huh. And it was just driving straight. It was going straight. And then he did, he said it did it for like a mile or two and he tried to get around it and it would just block him. 
<laughs> he thought he was like tripping. He was like, what is going on? What is going on? And then up the road, a semi had hit another car. And if it hadn't been for that, like it was a fresh accident. And they had, not a semi, that's what you said. It was an actual, it was a car wreck. Right, right, right. And no, I, I said semi, because <laughs> that's said what semi, you said. Right, yeah. But it was a car wreck, and it had actually just happened where he had to get out and call an ambulance. So oh, shit. Like, yeah, so, like, it literally saved his life. Could, yeah, a fucking sure. bird. And he, so Fuck, he was, yeah. from then on, he's been, like, really, you know, he's been, okay, there's God, there's something. <laughs> there's you know something, what I mean? like, something, something out of here. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, it, it really did save his life, and it's just the craziest thing. Like whatever is out there, if um, whether it's a god or a creator or a, a multiverse or a uh, simulation, whatever that higher power is, or if it's us, right? Whatever that is, I think comes to you in a way that you're going to be familiar with. So, if you had a Christian upbringing, you're more likely to be true. receptive to that kind of message. Oh, so I think that's how Easily. it would show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why, since I was so far um, um, out of the church and against it, sure. Um, whenever I started having those experiences, it were it was like um, like Norse uh, symbology because that's what oh, I was sure. yeah. familiar with, and you know what I mean. And so, um, not that I'm like one of those guys, but right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but that's just, what yeah. I, it's just what I experienced, and that's you know that's my you know experience. I don't think there's another word for that, right? But. Um, that's just kind of how I feel, and so I think now that I am um, realizing that I'm okay with something higher out there, I think it's being more uh, vague and not like... Right. So, not vague, but like it's not just... I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> There's something humbling. I don't know. It's it's calming to me, in fact, being humbled by the fact that there might be, you know, the... the you could be not just like, okay, maybe, maybe there's not like this matriarchal, patriarchal system out there governing yeah. the heavens, but maybe you're actually a part of something bigger. Yeah. And that's cool. That, that to me is, is fulfilling. Yeah. That's why, um, like when I thought of, when I think of death, um, I really, really want to be, Buried in a traditional native um, uh, cedar box. I think it's cedar. Okay. Um, because <clears throat> I want to actually decompose properly and be given back to the earth. You yeah. Know what I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Um, because I've heard like the modern caskets are so freaking good that they never break open. And well, not just that. It's the embalming process too. Like oh, that's they, true. they soak you with formaldehyde. They, you know get rid of your guts basically yeah. fill you with sawdust like it uh it, it's to preserve you and, and and that to me i don't know i it feels like a, a weird bastardization of like egyptian mummification it does yeah um and and like to me because i've had this well, i think we've had this conversation before where i've talked about like i there's a company that will bury you in like a burlap sack in a tree pod. Yeah. Yeah. And you and your loved ones, instead of having a graveyard to go to, you have a burial forest that grows. Right. That would be, that would be a fantastic idea. But there's also another company I was looking at now that make a mitochondrial, not mitochondrial. uh, It's a mushroom coffin. It's a fungus. It's a whole coffin built out of this Apgar. So, and then you plant it and you be, you get 
broken down and eaten by the fungus and returned to the earth. Yeah. Which is that inst- that that instantly like made my ego like wait a minute because what happens to your um if you have a consciousness that carries on into the next and our energy transfers into the next what happens when your consciousness merges with the fungi right like would you become the fungi like would you, would be, you become one the fungus yeah. among us right <laughs> like well and what so here's another question that's probably going to blow your mind even more when you ate mushrooms for the first time and introduced spores into your bloodstream and brain yeah oh are you still you <gasps> da, 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 da. <laughs> that's what i mean like is your consciousness still the same consciousness it was or has it expanded and changed and wired itself differently and found new connections oh i definitely don't feel remotely the same like i know i feel like you think yeah. different mm-hmm yeah. Uh, not in a bad way. Like, no, 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 no. It's not. I think differently than. The, I don't know. I do. I do. Um, it's weird. I'm just. I don't know. I just. I. I noticed that I'm I don't think the same way I used to before my psychedelic experiences. For sure. Like I felt more. Like the th- the 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 house that I built that was my mind was like these little stacking building blocks that you have as kids in a way. Uh-huh. And yeah. like I had, they were built. And then like when I did, fi- when I did trims the first time, like someone kind of walked up and like shook it. <laughs> and like one of the pieces fell off and I stuck it back on top. I was like, what the hell dude? <laughs> right. But then DMT, like this big fucking entity showed up and just fucking pushed all the blocks out of the way. Right. <laughs> and it was like, no, you got to stack them this way and stack them in a fucking fractal geometric pattern. Right. Yeah. And it was like, this is way more stuff. See how hard I can fucking shake it. <laughs> I can shake it as hard as I fucking want. And it's not really going to move now. It was like, huh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But. You know, and that, that's that's just kind of what I'm. I guess I'm getting at is like, yeah. I feel like um, besides my bursts bursts of anger, Sarah Sarah will not um, agree to what I'm about to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like I'm more empathetic um, after doing it because I feel so much more connected to everything. Empathetic doesn't have to mean passionate or or uh, or fragile. Like, empathetic means just feeling how something else feels. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm more receptive to that, um, to at least taking that into consideration and than I would have before. You know? Sure. And um, obviously my pregnant pregnant love in my life is, right. would not agree to that because she's like, <laughs> I am always <laughs> suffering and you want, to, you want me to go somewhere or you want me to do something. <laughs> <laughs> so she would not agree to that statement but to your like average like your average interactions that i have with people like daily i feel like i'm more like empathetic to their situation sure. than i would be ever before sure yeah i could see that and i'm not saying that i was a raging asshole by any means but you know it's easy to get wrapped up in yourself and oh yeah 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 well and it's just when you realize like how when you realize what your ego is and how it has its benefits, there's a benefit to your ego. Absolutely, yeah. You know, but in that same, it's also constraining mm-hmm. to what you can become. 
Like, it's only one part of the equation. Like, it's yeah. one part of you. So if you let that become the defining part of you, you're not becoming the best of yourself. Ooh. You know, is the way I choose yeah. to look at it. And, like, it's the same. it's the same way with empathy. Because, like, people don't want empathy all the time either. Sometimes they want a little fucking sympathy. Yeah. You know, with, and it's the other way, too. Don't give me fucking sympathy. Like, people don't want fucking sympathy at all. They want empathy. <laughs> they don't want... They don't want you to be looking down at them going, it really sucks down there. You sh- When you get to feeling better, just pull your cell phone up, bud. Yeah. They don't want to fucking hear yeah. that shit. They would rather you climb down into the hole and be like, hey, this shit sucks. I've been here before. And yeah. I'm here with you now. And I'll be here with you now. Whenever you're ready, we'll climb up together. That's the difference between like sympathy and empathy. Yeah. Like it's you know it's it's knowing like I've been this low. This happens. You can climb up. We'll climb up when you're ready. You stay here as long as you need. Rest, cause the fall hurts. It's like the guy that cut his hand off. When you said that, that made me think of the fucking Native American storyteller that we had in middle school about the story with the hand that got cut off. What? You don't remember that story? No. Jesus Christ, I'll tell that story. We'll do we'll do an ending bit later. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I don't remember that at all. (sighs) Absolutely. No, what do you mean hand cut off? Oh, I think it was a movie. Oh but it it was real life though. This guy got trapped in a canyon. And in order to escape, he had to cut off his hand. Oh, I, yeah, I've heard about that guy. Yeah, and it was, um, they made it into a movie or whatever. It's called like 48 hours or 24 hours or 72, however long he was at the hole. <laughs> no, when we were, when we were, when we were little, Lord, and doing our, um, what was that called when they would take us on field trips for Native American heritage? I don't know, but yeah, it was. They would randomly was... come in, kidnap all the Native American children, <laughs> and, and then like bust them off somewhere. Yeah. And I swear to God, if it just started happening today, in today's society without information like that, people would freak. They, they would. Run. I would show up at school one day. In the morning, first hour, and in like 30 minutes of me being there after breakfast, they'd be like, hey, we've got a Native, you know, you've got a Native American school trip going on today. I'd be like, wait, what? They'd be like, yeah, well, you've got, a, you've got a such and such field yeah. trip. We're all going to go to, you know, the, muse, the, Na- the Gilcrease Museum today. What? Did you bring money for a lunch? No. Well, that's good. It's provided. It's free. Yeah. I don't understand what's going on. It's like <laughs> we're going to the museum today for your heritage. <laughs> oh, we went to um, field trip. Yeah, fucking field we trip. Well, what about all? What about my though. friends? And it was like, no, you're not going with your friends. You're going. You're <laughs> going with this specific kids. group of kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So let me tell you this. My mom. Actually helped out with the program sometimes. Okay, it I did not know the that. J O M program, the Johnson O'Malley. Johnson program. O'Malley, yes. that's right. Yes. I used to call it James O'Malley. <laughs> and yeah. they did, um, they did, uh, the James O'Malley school clothes allowances. I think so. Like every oh, school yeah, year, yeah, 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 kids could get um, money for school clothes. And then they also did school supplies, so you could get yes. your native supplies. Yeah, because they would provide like pencils, eraser, yeah, yeah, anything pencils, you needed backpacks, for school, whatever you needed. Yeah. Right. So they did quite a bit of good. Um, yeah, I received the benefit from them a few times. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
but yeah, it was so funny how it was just super sketch how they did the the field trips. Yeah, you would never know it was coming. It was just like yeah, it just, just be random out of the blue. They kidnap the all the children, bust them all. My mom wouldn't know about it, and I'd come back and be like, I went to the museum today. You did what? Yeah, and then and then before you know it, like a few years later, they start coming out with the little waivers, the, the little slips. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you need to get this signed tomorrow morning and have it back. Yeah, just get it signed. <laughs> like, okay. They they did though, oh my but God. yeah, that's exactly what happened. We so, did some cool shit though. I remember um, we went to I can't remember what it's called, but it was some kind of museum here in Oklahoma, and it was like all um, like that was frontier. in Muskogee. Was it Muskogee? Wait, 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 all frontier stuff like frontier houses, and um, they had like native houses, not houses, but um. Maybe not Frontier, but Where like... was that? No. It was like old school. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Was that was that like Fort... Um, Ooh, it was a fort. Yeah, it was a fort. That's what it was. It's not Gibson. It's Fort... Uh, fort Smith. No, fort not Fort Smith. Smith. Might be Fort Smith. No. Fort yeah, it's got yeah, it's like, like lodges, old, old, old military That's lodges what it was. and stuff. That, that may have not been a native. It wasn't the native because we, we all went and ate chicken and I was pissed off because they got us like a fucking two-piece chicken plate. And like when you're the fat kid. Yeah, you want to. You don't. You want They make you, you bring like $8 for a fucking two-piece chicken what? plate. Yeah. yeah. From like, hey, fuck you, dude. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So, but anyway, yeah, if it was native, we wouldn't have had to pay. We, they, they'd have given they us would've. a fucking sandwich. They'd have been like, here, here's your ham and cheese. Or actually, I feel like they PB used to tell J? us to bring lunches, didn't they? They would tell us to bring your own, and then they would they would the the girls at the the cooks in the back would, would bring, make PB and J and yeah. shit and like little ham cheese. Sandwiches. Maybe that was after they started the permission slips. I think so. I yeah. think it was after, but they got better as we got older. And then like there was one where we went to a powwow. We actually oh. went to a powwow. You were there because you bought soap. There was a lady there making, like, actual authentic native soap, and you bought one, and it was, like, made from real lye and shit. But, like, there was this big-ass powwow, there was people dancing, like, the, you know, um, love your passion, a little bit misplaced, but we can work with it, (laughs) you know. My um, old supervisor, he probably still works there in uh, Stillwater at the Walmart. Sporting goods guy. He's a really great guy. Man of God, very devout. Um, but also has like nine kids. <laughs> he is, I want to say he was in his mid 40s and had a newborn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But here's, that would be fucking hard. He's a really nice guy, though. <laughs> I'm 30 and Charlotte's two, and it's tough. Yeah, couldn't imagine being like 48, 45, uh-huh. trying to roll around on the floor with a baby. Yeah, but I think he had kids like um, all the way up to around my age because I was around 21. I think his daughter, his oldest daughter, is probably 19. Would 20. you appreciate her fucking sandwich, man? Do you want this? I didn't know what you're doing. <laughs> 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 It was scaring me. It It was like scaring me. I was just like, like, "Do you? Are you done with it? Are you done with it? Yeah. Okay. I'll just have it here and nibble on it. 
<laughs> Would you I'm, like something, Blake? I'm good. I, I ate two cookies back to back. Okay. No. Okay. Well, you want a llama cake? <laughs> I might have one. Here, he got me these. <laughs> they're llama brownies, and I have no idea where he found them, but they're just little Debbies. <laughs> but they're fucking cool, man. They're like no. little. What is that stuff called? That um, fondant. Fondant. Yeah. Fondant. fondant. <laughs> But it uh, it's it, it's got like a little um, cookie cutter shape of a llama on it. It's the cutest thing. My mom would, yeah, she flip her shit. She loves llamas, or she loves llamas. But uh, the other story the guy told was about the carpenter's hand, or the the woodcutter's hand. And there was a married couple that lived out outside. Um, and the husband was a wood carver or a woodcutter, and uh, you know he would go out into the woods and he would cut firewood and they would sell it by the rick and stuff. And oh, that was... that's what a woodcutter is. <laughs> well, like, like you really didn't know. Or like... What? What do you mean? Like, what did you think a woodcutter did? I don't know. It just sounded metal as fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, for some reason I was thinking oh, like so I was fucking flannel shirts and was, hairy chest and Ned Flanders. Okay, this is what I pictured: Pinocchio's workshop and Geppetto is like sawing uh, his leg off, like Pinocchio's <laughs> leg off. That's oh what I was God. like picturing in my head. <laughs> well, no, these guys are the guys that swing the big axes. Yeah, the like lumberjacks. Yeah. Oh shit, man! So I'm as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so he would be out cutting down his ricks he'd come back and they would spend their evenings together and they had a good quiet life well he got up one morning went out into the forest got out onto his own and while he was sitting there cutting onto these limbs his hand slipped and the blade slipped right through his wrist and cut severed his hand off at the arm right and uh, he bled to death he wasn't mm-hmm. no one was able to get to him yeah. in time and he didn't know and he worked by himself. Well, uh, they never, like, they, they got him, they got his body, turned to the wife. And this is a very old style um, where they, they didn't, they didn't, like, they kept the body at the house. Yeah. Waiting for it. Uh, and she'd had it preserved. You know, she like, had the body like preserved. War. And, right, yeah, yeah. And she kept the body in the house. So, she's got the body in the house, and, um, well, it started, they preserved it, like, so it, they removed all of his organs, and they they mummified him. But, um, every night, about midnight, Mm -hmm. um, there would be a... On the back window of the patio. And um, that was, you know, he would leave out the back of the house. And he would walk out into the woods. And, you know, about midnight, just with that noise. And then she'd go out and she'd look. No one was there. She'd look out the back window. No one was out the back window. And she, you know, got concerned about it kept thinking about it and as the days grew on like 
it kept like at first it started happening just once every month and it started happening once every week now it's getting to the point it's happening every day right and so she's really getting freaked out and so she has one of her children come over to stay help her figure out what's going on and so at midnight they pull back the curtain the draw curtains and they're looking out this window and uh they don't see anything and from the opposite side of the window they hear and they drew back the curtains on the other side and it was his hand his severed mangled hand had crawled its way out of the forest back all the way to the house (laughs) and was knocking on the window trying to get back to his body I don't remember what the moral of that story was, but like that Probably was the just story to he the just to kid. scare the shit out of us little kids. Yeah. But like that was the one that stuck with me forever. <laughs> that one and the boys bash sexual uh, inf- informative party we had. It was the boys bash barbecue where we had the hooky that day sex I talk. I didn't really? know about it. Yeah, um, I was like. I think I had like. I <laughs> That's I was, unfortunate. I think I said I was like throwing up or something because I wanted to play Grand Theft Auto. I never. <sighs> I didn't know that we were doing that. <laughs> Holy shit. Did you miss out on some fucking prime material for mm-hmm. your life, my friend? Um, we're sitting there and it's this boys' bash event and we're just all of us eighth grade. Mm. Right? So horny little fucks. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and they get. Like, 800 of us, they bust, like, 11, 12 different fucking schools together and like, shove all of us. state-mandated? Yeah, it's, like, the state-mandated thing yeah. where it's, like, the sex talk, right? Yeah. And, like, they had, like, little promise rings and shit that you could, like, <laughs> you know. Oh, Lord. Right? And they had guest speakers and shit show up. But we all got a little fucking barbecue sandwich and then a pickle and a Lay's chip bag, right? And then a can of pop. And then we went into this little theater and we ate our sandwiches, threw away our trash, and then we sat and we waited. And it was like me and all the other eighth grade boys, but like I'm sitting close to who? Nobody else but Cole Baker. Oh, no. Right? So we're sitting there and then like there's this, there's these other schools that are fucking here. People we've never fucking met out of the state, That's right? Wow. So like, and we're all jumbled with each other and they got these guest speakers talking about how like body's a temple and you got to take care of yourself and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you got to make promises, you know, that you might want to keep for the person you marry. You know, you yeah. don't want to just fucking give away a gift like that to someone. That, what, you, like to anyone? Yeah. Anyone that will take it? <laughs> what do you mean it gets better? People will just have sex with me when I get older? <laughs> oh, shit. So, like, we, you know, we're, we're we're all there. Well, they had this girl, and bless her heart, she just... You know the story's about to take a turn because she she was there to talk about a very specific event that happened in her life where she gave her heart to a boy, she fell deeply in love with the boy, and the relationship grew and it grew over months, and then she finally felt that she was comfortable to the point in the relationship that I can give myself to him. And of course they have sex. And he has sex, and it's not as great as he anticipated because he was a guy, and he put the pussy on a pedestal, right? And then when it doesn't, I thought you meant he, she was a guy. And I was like, Whoa. no, 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 like, no. But I mean, like, you know how you, you know how guys are, right? You know, yeah, they, they put this expectation up here 
when then like well when it doesn't hit their little fake fantasy expectation they're like mm, well i'm done with my toy yeah right yeah and so like he breaks her heart and yeah. he's done well afterwards she and she's talking, about, talking about the story Jody Arias? absolutely not <laughs> no no but like uh but she's talking about just the the speaker is talking about this traumatic event that just happened to her and she's explaining, she was like, I felt like after it had happened that I was virtually worthless mm-hmm. and that no one would love me. And then like 30 feet away from where I'm sitting, you hear roaring out over the crowd, <laughs> I'll love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, everybody's fucking laughing their ass off. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah, baby. You know, like, they're like I love you. So like, everyone's losing their shit. And who else but Mr. Maples at the time? Because he was still the principal. Was he the one that had flashbacks? He's the one that would fucking have oh, mom flashbacks so in the office. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. He would he would start having a flashback, and like Miss Tucker would have to like that was the the secretary, secretary yeah. would have to calm him down and like lock the office door. Yeah, yeah. Calm him down. Like it's not. It's all right. So like me and Corey would imagine. Imagine like this fucking principal just like oh. losing his shit in the office and like taking his fucking apple off his desk, biting the hole out of it, the hole, and like throwing it down the hallway, smacking a teacher in the head with this apple, <laughs> right? Just losing his shit. Uh, uh, anyway, okay. <laughs> we derailed. You're like, anyways. Yeah. How old were you? What grade? We were in, like, we were in eighth school. grade. I, yeah, I was in oh, eighth grade, okay. right? Yeah. And Mr. Wow. Maples was. Gosh, he was old as fuck. Yeah, and that was back in the day. Yeah, old. it was back in He's the probably day. Like, not He's probably not around. Damn, R.I.P. R.I.P. Mr. Mapes. I don't know. He, that man could swing a fucking paddle, and you know, Blake likes the daddies. So, oh like, God. fucking, yeah. Because uh, I got a spanking over. I got a. I got. I got spanking. I got. I got swats over pickle salt. <laughs> what? Yeah, that twang fucking pickle salt. Yeah, I. A kid brought some to class, and he was like, hey, grab my pickle salt. Well, I just fucking grabbed it, threw it to him off the teacher's desk. Oh, my God. It f- and like Miss, Miss Ridley oh. and Miss Ridley went to fucking Mr. Maples and was like, they took this uh, this container of a powdery substance yeah. off my desk, and I'm pretty sure it's drugs. Oh. And so, like, I'm yeah. the, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to have to go send this off to get fucking tested. I'm like, Dude, it's fucking twang pickle salt. You put it in your beer. And and they're just like trying to scare us, make us act like it's fucking cocaine. Like we're gonna have to send it off, yeah. get tested. So like, and who who was in, who was involved with me? Who was the kid that fucking got me swats and did the did the tape? Cole fucking Baker. Oh, so uh, so like, yeah, I'll put that motherfucker on blast. That's gonna make so you famous. Funny. Um, so that is something I could I could see that. Yeah, yeah I can see well, that. Well, so. Of course, Mr. Maples is fucking going ape shit right now because yeah. there was a kid 30 feet away from me that just screamed, I love you, in the middle of this fucking rape seminar that this girl was giving out, right? Yep. So I, I, I'm i looking around. I see Mr. Maples. He's making eye contact with me. Oh, no. And I'm like, not me. Like, <laughs> I didn't do that shit. I ain't dumb. Right? And and then he's and his gaze shifts. He go, he realizes he goes, oh yeah, the children's boy wouldn't do that. And then it shifts straight 
to Cole Baker. <laughs> <laughs> so like he's like, Cole! And he's pointing at him. He's like, come here. And Cole Baker said, it wasn't me! It wasn't me! And like, he really, like, I saw him telling Mr. Brown, I'm like, it really wasn't him. Like, it really wasn't. And he was like, are do you, are you? Like, no, 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 no. I'm just, it wasn't him. <laughs> I'm not involved, but it wasn't him. <laughs> it was one of the, you know it was one of the kids down just a couple of schools. And I'll just I'll never. Forget. I was wondering. Okay, that, that talk was supposed to educate us on like the importance of like safety sex and using a condom. Safety sex. And all I got out of it was I'll love you. I'll love you. <laughs> you know when they left, they were like, oh, oh you know they were like. Fuck, that was terrible. <laughs> and you know when she got back off the stage, she just went. <laughs> like, you know, like, she wanted to lose her fucking cool. Like, God, yeah. man, that was good. Or, or she was pissed. Oh, yeah. Or she was furious. Either one is acceptable. Oh, oh my God. Um, yeah, Haskell put us through some weird fucking shit. I remember shit. what happened, though. You guys got I, uh, I skipped. Oh, no, I got paddled for this pickle salt. Oh. I skipped on the day that we had the slips, permission slips. And when I got back, I had to stay with all the girls. And I was like, this is actually kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's harem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, my calling. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's why I, mean, I forgot about that. I yeah. totally forgot about that. I believe it, yeah, because we all, I mean, we all were just shipped off to go learn about sex. and I'm pretty sure I had, no, never mind, I'm crazy. I forget I said anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, man. But, yeah, it it just, it it was wild. Didn't, okay. Do you remember the fucking, um... The fucking, the fucking <laughs> assembly that we had whenever um, I'm pretty sure it was the guy from the Urban Legion, Urban Legion, the Victor, no, what they called American Legion, and it was like Higginbotham. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, and yeah. my cell phone went off, and it was like do 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 do, and it went off, and for like. It repeated the whole song for three times. It repeated because I didn't know it was my phone because I didn't because I didn't recognize the song. Right. And then when I realized it was me, it was cycling through ringtones on my pocket. <laughs> I got in so much fucking trouble because he's in the middle of like a heartfelt like American flag, America, America. It's, it's fucking, uh, like, the, the problem I got in is, so like, much fucking uh, trouble. <laughs> there's really not a problem. The problem is, is that there's too many possibilities, and you're only limited by your time and imagination. Yeah, and your money. My dad used to that always say, like, "He's like, speed costs money. How much you want to spend?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, Dad, I buy the Econo parts every time." Yes. Speed costs money. Well, I'm cruising. Man, like truck broke down today. You know exactly what the fuck to do. Yeah. I was like, damn. 
Rainwater. <laughs> it was yes, it was like very much emergency situation. I was okay. like, yeah. I was like whatever we works. Else, we just but, uh, the <coughs> yeah, because I can flush it. You know, oh home. yeah, you like, can flush, I can flush it. Out. it out. Yeah, we just need to get to the well, office. Well, like the radiator shot, like thirty years old. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's because of the clit. The hose. Um, it's because it's because of the clit. The radiator clamp we had on it was I. I'm thinking it's the one we used off my first truck. Oh, shit. Okay. And it's just been getting passed down every time we switched radiators. You know okay. what I mean? Right, right. Okay. So I had the white one, and then um, we took the radiator out of that, put it in the blue one. And yeah. the, we used the different hose, but we used the clamp. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And it finally just gave up, and the hose blew out. And I thought it, the hose was messed up, but I realized oh, it, was, it was just the clamp. Was that your first truck? What? <clears throat> the white one? Uh, what is that called? Aestheticism, where the fucking your inanimate objects actually hold souls. Is that your first truck that was your guardian angel? Oh my god! <gasps> <laughs> I have, and I'm running the wheels off of it too. I'm running the same wheels. How interesting! Yeah, it's, I've had those the same rims that, from that truck. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that's crazy. Well, because like you know, we've always watched like movies like the little the brave little toaster yeah. and fucking cars and shit, right? So like we're like we we the movies pr- premise is that our inanimate objects, our objects we use day to day life, actually have souls and characteristics. Yeah, right. So like your your car actually has a soul and a mind of its own, and even though it doesn't communicate with you on this dimensional level that doesn't mean on some level it's not happy with its life with you or hates its life with you right so think about that next time you're beating your vehicle and calling it a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) i always i always sweet talk it right come on baby you can do this (laughs) but now that's like that's gonna prevent me from ever buying bigger rims I could probably put some 16s on here because I want like a little bit t- taller tires. Like what? You know what I mean? Like, a, if I'm like, <laughs> oh, I got these. Yeah. And then he'll be like looking up custom weld jobs, like how to like build his rims to, <laughs> to make mine bigger. Yeah. How to stretch your original rims? Like. Does it ruin the soul of it? Oh my god! It's like, well, if I take if I take all the rims and I melt them down into this block, can I put a spacer? Uh, make these. Yeah. <laughs> Can I feel a tire spacer going here? Oh my god. Oh my god. Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? Huh? Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? (laughs) I'm ready. Um, I went so far as to join a Facebook group. (laughs) So embarrassed that I read this. About the freaking, like, overlanding stuff. (laughs) Overlanding? The car shit. The car shit. Because, oh, yeah, because oh, I was. God. <laughs> yes. It's bad. I have an addiction. I think what happened was I, because you've heard of gas. Yeah. Like the gear acquisition syndrome for like guitars and stuff like that. Well, yes. I've bought dozens of pedals over the oh, last few years sure yeah and i'm like i found what i want and like i'm bored with like okay well there's nothing else i want you got the sound you're looking for yeah right I, i'm yeah. basically done I'm like okay, there's nothing i'll need to really there's very few things i'll need to ever buy again until that next pedal comes out on the market <laughs> um, i have been unfazed for like really have you seen the new phasers i have <laughs> no i'm still in, like i still have my group chat with my friends that have like the pedals and stuff but i'm just like it's just not like i don't know i'm just 
Not as far. It's transferred yeah. to the Macar. Mm-hmm. It's transferred to the fucking car. No, I I feel that completely because I made my first firearm purchase earlier this year. Yes. And I caught the fucking bug. And so like, and it it went from like that to like made my first firearm purchase to made my second firearm purchase uh-huh. to like mm, now I need ammo. Yeah. And and so like, and like one you day know, I'm I need looking... to round out the collection with the long rifle. Well, that, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. It's like I need a long rifle rounded out, and then like I'm looking at it, I'm like mm, this ammo cabinet sure is looking empty. And then I start like realizing like I don't need fifteen hundred rounds. But you start thinking about it when you get your long rifle selection, you still have to choose. Well, do I want a semi-automatic or do I want like a bolt action deer rifle? Oh no, I want a lever action. Okay, then there's a third option. <laughs> there's a third option. <laughs> uh, fucking yeah. Oh, you want to hear something depressing? Oh no. Whenever my grandpa died, um, my mom's brothers got his two marlins he had the old school like cowboy marlins i was just about to say my dream gun is a marlin 1886 4570 government load it's the yeah. big gun you use for hunting huge game like moose and bear yeah um you need lighter i don't oh okay. uh, yeah but they got both they the got marlins. those yeah those are uh, very expensive guns my uh uncle was an anti-gun Wow. So I can imagine it was given away for pennies. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but, you know, he may fail on to it, but I just don't, I don't foresee it. I don't see that it. happened. Like, <sighs> no, I'm good. Like, his kids didn't even know that he was a musician. My grandmother owned a beautiful left-handed 12-screen <coughs> guitar. Yeah. I'm not left-handed. <coughs> My brother is. Yeah. All right. Uh, but when she passed away, it went to her son, my uncle, yeah. <laughs> who doesn't play guitar. Yeah. Oh no. At all, but it's just the sentimental value of it. Yeah. Um. But then, Blake, edit this later because your uncle can never figure this out. Uh, my my grandmother's brother, so my great uncle. Yeah. Gary yeah. showed up at the house and was like, Adam. He's like, yeah, you're left-handed, right? He's like, yeah, I am. I have a left-handed strung banjo. And it was it was his grandfather's, meaning it was it was Darius's grandfather's banjo. Oh, wow. Like, James's grandfather's banjo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, my grandmother uh, got divorced from my mom's dad. <laughs> And married Darius' dad. Darius's dad's dad is Banjo. Oh. So my brothers inherited it. Wow. <laughs> yes, yeah, wow. so it was like Turner Bout's fucking fair play. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just interesting. Um. <laughs> the interesting thing is that your brother's left handed, so he had a higher chance of being president than us. Why is he not the president? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Adam, you could have saved the world with your left hand. You could, you could have saved the world, you fucking jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a waste. <laughs> We're going to have to like leave that part in, but he's going, like, what are they talking about? Like, like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Why are you talking about my left hand? Like, out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Adam? 
Uh, he is. He's not three years younger than me. You can edit this out. That way you sound like you instantly. Oh, he's 27. You know, 23, 25. There you go. He's not three years younger than me, is he? Lauren's you know 10 years year younger than in? me. 92. 92? That's only one year younger 93. than you. What? Oh, Excuse I... me, baby. I was born in 90. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in 91. <laughs> so that's two years. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. I, I'm, he, over here. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was born in like 93 or some shit. Do you know what year he graduated? He graduated. No, I don't. I have no idea. Why would I remember? I don't what year did your sister you, graduate? I don't know. I like, saying, like, I really can't tell you. Oh, this year. She just became a nerd. <laughs> I, I think her sister graduated in 2016. She was too. I think you're right. Because we had so many friends, but I was like just young. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, you know, at the time I was wait, like, wait, okay. You graduated 2014. Mm-hmm. Wow, dude. What? Like I'm young, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the trauma that makes it's, you older. It's the um. <laughs> it's the trauma, honey. Don't let it. It's the statistics. The small town where our our. Right, oh, pussy's tired. I no, get you. I'm not gonna make that joke. I got you. Never mind. I made it for you. I almost you. made the worst joke in the world. You almost made the worst joke. Did you not hear mine? I did. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, edit this out. Edit this out. Okay. It's like, our town has such a high number of pedos, so statistically. And then I was like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I don't know. Us. We're just in here screaming, yeah. laughing it up. He's like the perfect height. So he's just like, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but then my fat ass will do it like a bear in the living room. Like, oh. <laughs> like yes. Oh, my. It feels so good. Yes. I know that. I know that. Yeah. Um, but yes, we are. We're very, uh, this is the bomb table though. It is. It is. Um, I guess other than that, haven't really been doing a whole lot. Just been playing a lot of world of Warcraft. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to get some more stuff together. Um, I'll start swinging by every other weekend or so. And we can do a little recording session. We'll, we'll get our we'll get our stuff straightened out. Yeah, we'll get, right. yeah. There's been a lot of technical difficulties this last month. <laughs> Fucking rough. It's been the longest three months of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to remind everybody that this is what you voted for, and if you'd have voted independent, things would be different. If. <laughs> would it though would it? <laughs> no I voted towards I voted towards a technological uh, steampunk dystopia that's fair <clears throat> but that's fair what's really going to happen is I think it's going to be like cyberpunk 2020 and it's going to be like children of men where it's just like just super bleak and like super militaristic you know what I mean Oh, you know what I want to talk about now 
you saying that like the super militaristic and bleak and shit yeah. reminded me of this movie called like Fantastic Planets. Just super fucking old animated French film. Oh. And it's about like these <laughs> Titan like giants and these huge blue giants that destroyed the earth and wiped out the majority of the human race, but only kept like a handful like rough we're saying roughly a hundred yeah. alive um as pets Whoa. like like just highly esteemed little pets and like toys for the children to play with uh, right yeah. it's a little it's a little <laughs> mini toy you can play with so but like it's about like one of the humans like learning it's very dune-esque in a way like it's very yeah it's very like not prophetic king yeah in a way but more so along the lines of like what would you do if you were able to learn everything oh and, and remember everything yeah. you've learned and so like he's in this there's some alien technology involved that is used on him and uh he he steals it oh. and runs away with it and then he meets these other they're called orns instead of humans their their new name is Orns. Okay. On this new planet, right? But like the gist of everything is fucking wild because like these giant Titans every time like for a certain day out of the year, these Titans meditate. And when they meditate, they fuck like the sphere of energy encapsules them and they float up off of their planet to another planet. Yeah. Like into the sky. Yeah. And so, like, the humans are like, what the fuck is going on with that? Right. right? And then, like, so, like, it's just insane. Like, I, we could do a whole episode over this movie, man. And I think we need to. Okay. I think moving forward, we should cover the Forgotten Planet. Or, yeah, Forgotten Planets or some shit like What's that. Streaming Fantastic on? Planets. It's not. I'm going to have to, like, we're find, gonna have to find We're going to have to find it. Okay. okay. That's cool. Um, yeah. But it is... Yeah, I think it's fantastic planets. But that being said, you guys have a great fucking night. We've had fun. I love you. Love you all. Um, oh, and don't forget to send your hate mail to doingwrongrightjunkmail at gmail.com. Yep. Just no dick pics. Yeah. I said that now it's all we're going to get. <laughs>